0: So the big question is this, how can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? that is the question and on hashtag run pain free podcast your host sports biomechanics athletic injury correction and conditioning expert jessica marie rose legio gives you the answers hey this is jessica nice of you to tune in i hope you are listening with open ears this is a big one today this is the run pain free podcast and today we are talking to you all about knees so make sure you're following us at run pain free on instagram and at run pain free underscore academy on instagram and subscribe to us here by going to runpainfreepodcast.com. Yes, we're all over the place with podcasts, but make sure you subscribe to us so that you can actually follow us, know when we're dropping these gems to keep you running pain-free. So knees are the most common talked about running injury, although it's not the most common running injury, believe it or not. But there's a flip side to this. So many runners complain about knee pain after they're done running and their knees hurt after they're done running. And it's so common, but it's for something totally other than your knees. There's actually nothing wrong with your knees. And I talk about that with my runner's knee podcast, and I'm going to do another one, another one on IT band syndrome and IT band period. And I talk about knees a lot. I mean, I did my first book was how to figure out where your knee pain is coming from. That's how, excuse me, common it is. But the reason it's so common is that's such a superficial expression of something really going wrong in your body somewhere else. It's gonna comes out in your knees. Knees is the first sign that there's something wrong. It's the easiest thing to fix. Knee pain is the easiest thing to fix, which is what is so ironic about knee pain, is that it's the... Number one thing that you hear, it is not the number one common injury for running. It is the easiest to fix, but it's telling you something else is much bigger problem somewhere else. So it's a little complex, right? That's very complex. And so I hope today clears the last stuff up. So runners, so many people are out there with running knee braces and running compression sleeves and they get shots in their knees or they take Advil pre and post they don't feel anything. And God help you if someone tells you to go into a stability sneaker with with knee pain, please Lord Jesus. It's bad enough with the feet. I don't want to hear it about the about the knees, but I know it happens. I know it happens. And so here's the thing. The re, the baseline reason that your knees are hurting after you're done running is baseline feedback. There's something else wrong. That's All that really means is something else is wrong. In general, there's never anything wrong with your knees. It's almost always, and I'm just trying to be nice by saying almost always because it's always your hips. (laughs) It's always your hips. So when you're getting the knee pain after you're done running, embrace it in terms of feedback. Like, oh, something is going on, let me address it. But don't Smother your knee. Don't hyper focus on your knee. It's got nothing to do with your knee. That's not to say you don't have knee pain there. That's not what that says. And I don't want people to get what I'm saying in that way misconstrued because I do say things like that often. It's not to get misconstrued. I know you have knee pain. I'm not saying you don't have knee pain. I'm saying that's where it's expressed from somewhere else. That's an actual issue. And what you're feeling isn't the actual issue. And Honestly, guys, I've been doing this a very long time. And wherever somebody is in pain is never where the pain is coming from. It really isn't. And I say those words that no one ever says, like always, oh, absolute, uh, never, because I've done so much Time and investment and digging into people, biomechanics, movement, dysfunctional movement to know what functional movement is, to actually say those things. So that's why I speak that way. And I'm also a finite person. I'm an absolute person. I literally do do black and white. I don't like this gray muddiness area. So for me, and also when it comes to pain and not pain, I only you know there's no in between. It's either in pain or not pain. We're not gonna rock out in the middle here and like have like lingering aches and all. No, we're not doing that all day. That's so exhausting for the body to deal with all day, every day, let alone on a race. And then it just takes away from everything as a runner. We're not doing that. So I speak in that regard in terms of like, I'm speaking from a real place of education, of knowledge and expertise when it comes to that. Nothing is wrong with your knees. It's got to do with your hips. Your hips are in dysfunction. Now, why your hips are in dysfunction? There could be so many reasons why that's happening, but it's not your knees. Now, foam rolling alone will alleviate your knee pain almost instantly. Baseline. If you're not foam rolling properly or you don't know, if you are foam rolling and it's not getting not getting the pain away, you're not foam rolling properly. Come on over, runpainfreenow.com, get your console with me, I will teach you literally one-on-one how to foam roll, and give you a whole bunch of tools for that, so that's first. But foam rolling alone will alleviate knee pain, period. Now, if you're foam rolling and it's alleviating it and it's coming back, again, that is feedback, that it's somewhere else that you're not addressing it. So this is why people would go to see a different type of practitioner and go for knee pain, and it not only doesn't go away, it gets to a, quote, maybe it gets to a tolerable place that you're tolerating it with a knee brace, but then the other knee starts to hurt, or then your other ankle starts to hurt, or your hip starts to hurt. My point is, is that it's not just starting, it's that it's conking out. All of those things were already a problem. Your knee was giving you a red flag to like fix it, because it was, a, it was needing it at that point. It was giving you a heads up, hey, I'm going to blare here. This is the easiest place for me to scream at you, so you can start addressing me, but the body only knows to just blare at you. It doesn't know, okay, well it, there's no thought behind. It. Oh, let me let me let me tell you exactly where I'm in pain. It doesn't it's not going to do that. It's just going to do it where you're most vulnerable. It's going to do it where it's the easiest to express it, and the knee is the fastest easiest way to express to you there's a problem. Fastest easiest way. If you've had shin splints, if you've had Achilles pain, shin splints is one of the also one of the first signs there's a problem. But that's, and because it's in the front of the shin, the IT band attaches right outside below your knee and the bone that sticks out in your calf. So there's a very big correlation and and to between like a shin splint and knee pain being like who's going to show up first type of thing but both of them are working the same way in terms of like i'm not working properly because everything else is in a a dysfunctional place and like i'm overworking and i'm going to give you pain so either shin splints or knee pain is going to show up first majority of the time it's knee pain i would be lying if i said that people had shin splints and overlooked it and then they got knee pain but also knee pain can come first they overlook that and they go to shin splints so that can both happen there's an exception to every rule for the most part but knee pain is gonna always be the biggest factor where you actually like maybe stop running or it it stops you in your tracks and like you you can't walk the stairs anymore or you have a problem sleeping you go to sleep at night and you wake up with really bad knee pain on your inner knee And like you, you, it's um, if you're laying on your side, your knee starts screaming in the middle of the night, and you go to turn over in the middle of the night, and your knee is killing you. Like these are all things that are happening from a dysfunction at the hip level, and so that is a real reason why a runner would be in pain with knees after running. Blood flow takes away pain, so for the most part, you're not going to actually be in pain in your knees on the run, unless it's gone really, really long and you've let it go way too long, and now your knees are like in excruciating pain. That's different. But for the most part, a lot of people really don't feel pain on their runs because of the blood flow that's happening. It's after the run. A lot of people, no, I don't feel anything on the run until I feel when I'm done. Yeah, when you stop moving, that's common. And that's because there's a there. the blood flow goes back to homeostasis, it goes to, back to a balanced state. And so it's not overly Flowing in places that are having high use like your knees your hips your back like it's not doing that So that's when you start to actually feel those levels of pains after it Foam rolling should be a part of your life If you're not foam rolling as a runner, you should just stop running and like go work out And even if you work out you should be foam rolling, but you could get away with it a lot quicker without injury Faster than you would with a runner. It'll take you longer to get injured not foam rolling and working out than not foam rolling and running like straight up. So if you're not going to want to foam roll, just hang up them shoes and go work out somewhere and do like a regular basic workout. Work Running is not a workout. Running is a sport. So you can't treat it like a workout and then wonder why you're in pain. Because it's not a workout. It's a sport. You have to do a workout to run. That's how that works. So because nobody really does that and there's a ton of information online that is incorrect and wrong when it comes to, quote, training for running... And it's all track and field based and not actually long distance runner based and it's two totally different types of training that leads to injuries in and of itself and then you're actually developing muscle that is the wrong type of muscle for that said sport so you're training muscles that are ballistic or short meaning short tempered or you know they only can handle a little bit for a long for for a short period of time and then they stop well long distance running is a long you're running for a long period of time you're not stopping anywhere Even when you start to walk on your runs, you're not stop, go, stop, go. That's not the same thing as, oh, I've been running for the past 15 minutes. I need to take a break really quick. I've been running for the past hour. I need to walk to the next stop sign. That is not the same thing. And I talk about that on my podcast about pain behind the knee, which you should go listen to. (laughs) But so these are reasons why. There's a level of training that doesn't happen And your body is basically in dis, everybody's body is in dysfunction, but you don't really feel it until you start using your entire body and nothing uses your entire body like distance running, nothing, nothing does. And so now that you're needing your whole body to work as a unit the whole time, when anything is not working, it's going to show up. And so if you are early on into it and you're early in the game and you have knee pain, that's a one of the nicest things your body can do for you is give you knee pain and be like, Hey, can you just fix me really quick? Because I like this whole run thing. I get it. But like you're jacked up and you haven't spent an ounce of time trying to fix me, so I really can't do this much longer without you hurting me. So I'm going to blare and can you just deal with me? That's literally what knee pain is saying to you. If you've had knee pain from the day you started running, then you've had a problem since the day you started running with your own body. It's got nothing to do with running and getting knee braces which is what everybody does right you get a knee brace or a knee sleeve and you run with that i can i've talked about this for many years wherever you put a brace i can guarantee you an injury at the next joint up so if you put on an ankle brace i'll guarantee you a knee injury if you put on a knee brace i will guarantee you a hip injury if you put on a wrist brace i will guarantee you an elbow injury and an elbow brace i will guarantee you a shoulder injury now the reason being the hip is already jacked up if you have an ankle problem The ankle and the hip are synonymous in terms of movement. So if the ankle ain't working, the hip never was working in the first place. Okay. Now the knee is in the midline of the leg, most vulnerable spot of the leg. So if the ankle and the hip aren't working, where do you think that settles? In the knee. So now your knee is blaring. So you go and put a, a, a bandage or a brace on your knee. You lock up the knee in a joint, in a joint fashion, right? The joint is now being held so now the ankle and the hip have to work even more because there's a restriction on the knee joint and those two were the problem to begin with that's why i'll guarantee you a hip injury with a knee brace that's why that's why and if you just if you were like a lot of basketball players love to wear the ankle the ankle braces that they lace up and it goes all the way around their foot and they lace it up i don't know why anybody thinks that that's like protecting their ankle from rolling because it's not um you're rolling your ankles because your hips are whack and you have no abduction and you have a no, your, your lateral movement is crap. And as a basketball player, you have to have lateral movement. I don't know where the hell you're going without lateral movement and you walk duck footed. I can name all five top players in the NBA right now that are duck footed. And if you go watch the next game, you'll see them all duck footed. And that is a recipe for disaster for a basketball player who needs to have lateral movement solid. Okay? Just saying. It's easy for me to digress on here. E- very easy. Point being, when you put that ankle brace on, your hip is your ankle. What did I just say? So if you're locking up your ankle again, now you locked up your hip. What do you think is going to scream now? Your knee. Oh, so I can guarantee you a knee problem from putting an ankle brace on. Very simple. But the whole problem was at the hip in the first place. Whole, whole problem If it's the for hip, hip in the first place, anything with your wrist and your elbow was your shoulder to begin with. And the lack of, mo- not lack of support of the shoulder more specifically, your lat muscle your armpit fat, your back fat area, your bra fat area, that's your lat muscle. That muscle is to your shoulder what your glute is to your hip. If your lat muscle is not firing to your to support your joint and the shoulder mobility, then your elbow and your wrist bear all the weight. They bear all the function and they can't do that. They're very itty bitty little, little joints. They're not built to, to bear that at all. How many people you know do push-ups and then hurt their elbows? Everybody who's got carpal tunnel, it's a lat problem, not a wrist problem. I can't tell you how many people I've gotten with carpal tunnel, even post-surgery with both wrists still in pain. Here I come fix a lat, pain's gone. So again, that chain reaction, mobility matters, biomechanics matters, how your body moving is mattering. And so when you lock up these joints with, with these bands, you know, bandages or shots or braces or whatever you want to put on a sleeve, whatever you want to put on. You're just smothering the body saying, Hey, I'm in pain. You're literally like covering your own body's mouth and like shutting it up with duct tape saying, I don't want to hear you just shut up and keep doing it. So then other injuries start to happen and you totally disregard that your knee pain happened first and that you smothered your knee pain. And you didn't address what the knee pain was giving you red flags about. And so you ran and ran and ran. And then your body just starts to break down in other little areas. And everybody's area will be different. Everybody's body will go into a different line. But it all started because you had knee pain that you totally smothered with the brace. You see, if we just stopped using, excuse me, knee braces and dealt with the knee pain, none of you would be as injured as you are. None of you would be. Because the knee pain was just the first sign of you being able to fix it. And if you had addressed that from jump and contacted yours truly, you'd be fine right now. I can't tell you how many times I've had runners come to me with basic knee pain in complete tears. Because they don't know why this pain just won't go away. It's going to do with your knee. That's why. You are focusing on the wrong problem. That's going to do with it. Half of you listening right now have probably seen me, have heard me talk about this, know somebody who has seen me or has pain yourself. And I just named half your problems. It's got nothing to do with your knee. So the reason why you have knee pain after the run is because you're not addressing where it's coming from. And your body is really just giving you a heads up that there's a problem. And this is why I find it hysterical that knee pain is so commonly spoken about, or knee braces are such a high, high, high ticket item but it's not the number one runner injury. The number one running injury, the number one common running injury is plantar fasciitis. (laughs) It's not knee pain, but knee pain is one of the most sought out, talked about, seeked out problem for runners. But that's not even the number one knee pain. And then this is why, because they let it go and it becomes other stuff. Do you understand? That's what I'm saying. That's the point. If you just, if you just stopped for a moment and was like, oh, This is what's going on with my, this is something going on with my body. This is something going, something is not right, obviously, because I actually shouldn't be in pain just to run. Like that's actually not normal, (laughs) contrary to very stupid belief that is not normal. So pushing yourself and pushing your limits and challenging yourself is not the same as running in pain. Don't get that. Don't get that confused either. Very different, very different. A push. And challenging yourself that you feel like such an exhausted working pain because you're pushing yourself is not the same thing as having an actual injury running in pain. It's very different. It's very different. People get those two misconstrued and that ain't the way to work. That is not the way to go about it. Okay. They are very different. Talk to an injured person. You're talking to one right now. Talk to an injured person. And Talk to a person who pushes themselves and challenges. I'm one of the two. I'm two of them. Actually, I'm meaning. I'm one of the same I will push myself and I'm an injured person and there are two very different things and because I'm a person who pushes myself and have I've had actual severe injuries I'm telling you it is very different and it's quite frustrating (laughs) All in the same it's all in the same because you know, you can push yourself to that severe uncomfort to push through and like progress yourself and get to a faster pace and get to a stronger run and get to a higher weight with your kettlebell reps and toss weight with all the dudes around you that you love working out with and then all of a sudden you can't because you're in actual pain that's like yeah uh try that again if you want to i will break your back that's a very those are two very different things and so when your body is just giving you a pain as you're in motion as you're coming off of motion or as a recovery, that's just feedback that something is wrong and you should address it. It is not the same thing as pushing yourself and challenging and running through a push and an exhaustion. Like that's not, that's not it. That's not it at all. So it's a totally different thing. And I think that gets really misconstrued. And I think a lot of people get injured because they don't separate the two and it needs to be separated. It's very different. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast on that. Maybe I should. Another day for that. As I'm saying, so when you get getting knee pain after your runs, it's just feedback, guys. It is feedback that there's something else going on that you're not addressing, and you need to pull back and figure out what's going on. I encourage you to take notes of what exactly you're feeling and where you're feeling it after every run. I, I've said this for years. Get a calendar that you can actually write in, and every time that you go on a run, just write down how you felt. Felt fine, right? Felt fine. Felt sluggish, write that. Felt pain on the inside of your right upper knee area, write that. Just write it all out because over time you'll be able to go back and look at your calendar and you'll be able to start mapping your own body and figuring out why that pain is happening. And so that's huge when it comes to if, when it, when you're running with any type of a knee pain before, after, during knee pain is just the first sign that there's something else happening and you really can get a lot of feedback from that if you don't smother it and shut it up and don't listen to it. So, you know, there's something to be said about the amount of knee braces that are worn in these races that make my blood boil. And in contrast, when you look at how many people have actual other injuries, like if you could just stop the smothering of the knee pain and address the knee pain, you'll figure out what your real problem is so much sooner than it becomes an injury because aches and pains aren't injuries. There's aches and pains and then there's injuries. So if you can just find out what those aches and pains are, you will prevent an injury. And isn't that the best type of correction, prevention? The best type of correction is prevention. And why wouldn't you want to be ahead of a problem? So, I hope that this podcast gives you short, quick insight to what knee pain is actually telling you. It's the quickest red flag you'll ever get with running and shin splints may be a close second. And just to give you insight that something is going on, address it. You should be foam rolling. And if you are foam rolling and not feeling better after it, contact us, runpainfreenow.com. Come and get your online consult, they're complimentary. So you can figure out what's going on with your body and i can teach you how to foam roll properly either you're not foam rolling properly and it's not alleviating it or the problem is greater somewhere else that it's not totally processing through so one of the two we'll figure it out if you come on for your console we can figure it out so make sure you're following us guys run pain free now podcast run paint at run pain free on instagram make sure you're following us share comment ask questions We are actual experts. We've been doing this a very long time. We are here to help. So ask questions, comment, share, save your friends, save your runner friends, save your peers. And most of all, save yourself from getting really injured. I hope that this was helpful. Have a great day. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy. Featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.